Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. If you want to hear more than just this highlight from the program, become a Coast Insider, and you can listen to the full episode plus recent shows covering the mysterious death of Kurt Cobain, the possibility that government may soon reveal the truth about UFOs, and the power of witchcraft as told by an actual practicing witch. Start listening now by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. Rosemary Ellen Guidley with us as we're talking about all kinds of creatures this pre-Halloween night. Rosemary, back to the uh, werewolves for just a second. In your opinion, are they real today or not? I do believe that they have a basis in reality, George. Uh, And I think that uh, dogmen especially... probably belong to other dimensions along with other kinds of cryptids and they exist partially in our world and partially in in some other dimension they're creatures in their own right uh, some of these things i think are created by thought form that human beings out of uh, their emotions and thought projections and fear and anxiety uh, can create forms that take uh, animalistic characteristics the ability to shapeshift to change into uh, another uh, form has been documented throughout history in magical practices and traditions. And I think that there are skilled individuals, uh, certain magicians, shamans, or sorcerers, who have the capability of taking on an animal form. And this, uh, it wouldn't be done in so much a, of a physical way, that is, the actual cells of the physical body change but they can create uh, a temporary form, like an astral form. Uh, They literally become uh, an animal uh, for a a temporary period of time, and it enables them to do extraordinary things in the world. Are there people running around this planet right now who actually believe that they are werewolves? Yes, I've interviewed uh, a number of people who say they have the ability to shapeshift into wolf form or other kinds of animal form. And they're serious when they talk to you. They are very serious, but uh, I've never seen it demonstrated. Have you asked them? Yes. And what do they say? They don't perform on demand. Oh, okay. Like Uri Geller on Johnny Carson's show. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Johnny uh, tricked him. Uh, again, I, my, my feeling is that it's, uh, if they do shapeshift, it's not a physical thing like uh, the werewolf of, of um, London, for example, or the wolfman, where we see the actual body changing uh, in front of us. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something that takes place at an astral level. Let's talk about Dogman for a second now. These creatures are what? These are uh, cryptids, uh, literally, and they have both characteristics of humans and dogs or wolves. And uh, usually they have a a wolf-like head and snout, um, a a man-like torso with shoulders and arms that would end in wolf paws, and uh, lower legs that start out human-like and end in uh, animal form. They go about either on all fours or on two legs, and when they become bipedal, they can move with uh, tremendous supernatural speed. And when they do move with this incredible speed, what's their mission? What's their goal? What do they want to do? People seem to come across them uh, out in the wild, uh, and um, they're hunting. 
they have been seen eating roadkill uh, or uh, regular animals. Uh, hunters, campers, fishermen, people who are out in the in the woods will sometimes come across these things, and the sightings are often quite fleeting. Uh, for example, recently there have been a rash of sightings down in Mississippi, in rural parts of Mississippi, and uh, there was one reported recently by um, a man who's a hunter, and he was out at night hunting uh, or camping. You know, he's out on a hunting trip, and. Um, he saw this this thing moving around in the woods, and he said that it uh, literally looked like something out of the movie Dog Soldiers, uh, huh. and it was six about six and a half to seven and a half feet tall. He Standing on its hind legs, right? On its hind legs, and it was moving rapidly through the brush, and he saw it run down a slope, and then it disappeared. Um, and people are usually frightened when they see these things. Of course, the skeptics say, oh, you must have been mistaken. It was a real animal. It was a bear. Uh, and uh, you just thought that it was walking on two legs um, because a lot of these, these sightings happen at night. But we have so many eyewitness accounts that are very consistent about the bipedal uh, nature of these things and the uh, combination of the human and animal characteristics so I think that these are genuine beings that uh, have this, uh, they seem to have supernatural capability because uh, I think they're from other dimensions. Do these creatures sometimes get confused for Bigfoot? Well, there is an overlap. And when people have sightings that are often very fleeting, especially when they're outdoors and there's a lot of foliage around, a lot of trees, and the sighting may be at some distance, um sometimes there uh, there is some uh uncertainty as to whether or not they might have seen uh, a sasquatch or um something like a dog ma- uh, man but usually when a dog man is described it's because they've been able to see this distinctly wolf-like or dog-like face with the elongated snout and the bigfoot has uh a, a much flatter face what are the colors of the eyes rosemary uh, they do vary, and uh, when people uh, manage to see the eyes, for example, uh, that sighting that I just referenced in Mississippi, there yeah. was no description of the eyes, just this thing moving very rapidly through the Too brush. fast, too fast. Um, sometimes people describe them as having unusual colors like red, and so they think that they're uh, some sort of demonic entity in nature. Were these humans that were turned into these creatures, or were they just always the creature? My feeling is that they're always this way, that, that uh, it's some sort of entity that takes this form, and it may be a, a shape-shifting entity to begin with, that has the ability to um, mimic characteristics from the human world. And it, it may be a trickster kind of entity that, uh, that likes to confound people or scare them, uh, but they don't seem to want to be seen. It's not like they're uh, out pouncing on people or attacking people. or um, uh, they, they seem to have an aggressive air about them, uh, people report, but they're not hunting people. Uh, and in fact, usually when people see them, uh, they disappear pretty fast. So they don't go after people per se. I wonder why. Well, that's something that we don't really have a good answer to uh, because no one's ever captured these things. No one's ever had um, a personal encounter where they've had any sort of communication. There have been cases 
where people have felt that whatever this thing was, uh, it was tremendously intelligent and had perception the way humans have perception, far more than just an animal. Rosemary, let's, uh, let's talk about, of course, where they are seen primarily. Any specific states have more uh, of these uh, sightings than others? More have been documented around the Great Lakes in Wisconsin and Michigan. And uh, the lore of dogmen uh, goes uh, even back into Native American lore. And uh, sightings started um, around the late 1980s, early 90s in Wisconsin with a dogman that got labeled the Beast of Bray Road. And uh, Linda Godfrey was uh, probably the first researcher right. to, to put that uh, creature on the map. And a good researcher. Very. She is one of the best in the field, and she has collected a, a tremendous database on uh, dogman lore. And uh, the descriptions of this were uh, very consistent from eyewitness to eyewitness, lonely roads at night, uh, something that was bipedal, that uh, embodied human and wolf characteristics, seemed to be well over six feet tall, uh, and could keep up with a, a speeding car, um, and hmm. uh, run very, very fast on, on two legs. So, uh, like a lot of other cryptids that we have uh, documentation of, uh, the dog man is very elusive. So we have Michigan and Wisconsin. There have been a good number of cases in Pennsylvania. Dogman sighting in, in Ohio as well. There was a famous dogman uh, case in Ohio called the Dogman of Defiance. And um, they're cropping up all over. And I think some of that is because more attention has been uh, given to them. Uh, researchers like Linda and myself and, and others who have been focusing on cryptids uh, we publish these reports, talk about them, and then that encourages more people to come forward with reports. So I think we see just the tip of the iceberg, but they're everywhere, just like uh, Bigfoot is everywhere. Well, I was going to say, though, what's more prevalent, Bigfoot sightings, dogmen, werewolves? Uh, well, I would say Bigfoot. Uh, we've had far more attention devoted to Bigfoot for a number of decades now, and uh, it's only been in the last... Uh, two or three decades, that attention has been focused on the dogmen um, kinds of sightings. And uh, I think dogmen will, will catch up in numbers. Rosemary's website, visionaryliving.com. And of course, she is an expert on the paranormal. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.